You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the Word of God? I think this message is, is going to just stir up your faith, reset your faith, so that you will step out and do new things for God. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the Word of God? Are you ready to be challenged by the Word of God? Please stand to your feet. If you're visiting with us for the first time, we're going to declare the Word of God. You can just follow with us on the overhead. Amen. Are you ready to declare the Word of God? One, two, three. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to his word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the word with meekness and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. As you take your seat, turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes and say, your smile looks better than the last time I saw you. Tell them, keep on smiling. I know you have a lot of things to be happy about. Maybe you're facing some challenges and difficulties, but when you know your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, there's reason to rejoice. Amen. As we start this year, I want to minister a message to you. My hands are blessed, or your hands are blessed. Turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes and say, my hands are blessed. Turn to the person on the other side and say, my hands are blessed. We've received a promise from God, the life of Christ Jesus in our mortal bodies. Can you imagine? Christ's ability, Christ's power, His strength becomes our strength. A promise, His nature, His ability, His wisdom, His knowledge given to us as mere men. In the Old Testament, when Israel lived under the law, when they were obedient to the law, the blessings would come upon them. The favor of God would come upon them. They knew that God would be with them. When they were disobedient, the Holy Spirit would withdraw. And things did not go well in their lives. That's why David, when he sinned, the first prayer that he prayed, he said, Do not let your spirit depart from me. Because he knew he was not a giant slayer, but that he had a friend in the Holy Spirit that disposed of giants. Amen? So turn with me in your Bible to the book of Deuteronomy 28. And I'm going to read from verse 1. Let's pray. Precious Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you that you bless your word. Thank you, Lord, that your people will hear your voice upon my voice and that you touch and change hearts as they receive the word with meekness in Jesus' mighty name. Take them from where they are to where you want them to be, Lord, and activate and reset their faith so that they would please you in everything that they do. We thank you for that. We bless you for that. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. Now it came, now it shall come to pass 
If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, observe carefully all His commandments which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. God wants to bless you. God wants to bless you. Verse 3, blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of the, your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall you be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Amen. God said to them, be obedient, do what I tell you to do, and you are going to be blessed. Verse 8 says, then the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouse and in all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Verse 12, the Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give you rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. Turn to the person next to you and say, God wants to bless your hands. This is the promise that God gave them. He said, everything that you will put your hand to, it's going to be blessed. You have the promise of God's ability, His divine nature, to work in you and through you. For God to give you His wisdom, His knowledge, His understanding, and the fear of the Lord even to rest upon you. God's ability becomes our ability. Amen. 2 Peter 1 verse 3 says, His divine power has given to us everything we need for godly life through our knowledge of Him who we called by His own glory and goodness. Wow. God allows His divine nature to become a part of us. His ability, His strength. Can I have one amen, please? God's ability. We are mere men. Made in His image and in His likeness. From the beginning, God designed you for glory. Romans 3 verse 23 says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means from the beginning, God predestined, planned glory for you. When God the Father sent the Word to this earth in John 1, you can see when the Word manifested, we could see its glory. Christ came to restore glory back to us. Are you ready to go out and manifest the glory of God? Are you ready to bring change wherever you go? That's what God wants to do in you and through you. This message is really to prepare your heart to receive the power of God, that you would know my hands are blessed. Turn to the person next to you and say, my hands are blessed. If you are going to believe that your hands are blessed, I'm not going to ask who you've messed up with your hands, who've done wrong things with your hands, just, just double blink at me. But sometimes we look so much at what we've done wrong, that we don't believe that we can do anything right. 
We've seen so much failure through our hands that we think it's impossible for God to bless our hands to do good. Am I talking to the right people here? There's a need, firstly, to create, to cultivate an atmosphere of faith. Faith. The Bible teaches us in Hebrews 11 verse 5, talks about Enoch, how he walked with God, pleased God so much that he didn't even die. They saw him the one minute and the next minute he was with God. Why did that happen? Because before he crossed over, it was known by everybody that he pleased God. Verse 6 says, because without faith it's impossible to please God. Everything that Enoch did pleased God because everything he did, he did it in faith. When God said do this, he would do it by faith. Put his hand by faith to whatever he was doing. He believed that his hands were blessed. Do you believe your hands are blessed? Faith as we can clearly see from Scripture, simply means our movement towards God. Our movement towards God. Do you believe that your hands are blessed? Turn to the person next to you, say whether you like it or not. God has blessed your hands. What is your God assignment? What is your God assignment? What is it that God wants you to do? Maybe you sit here and you say, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, let me just help you a little bit. There's a wonderful course that you can do to discover your gifts. But your gift and what you should do is probably that thing that comes naturally. You have the grace to do it. Amen? So I love to worship, but I don't have grace to sing. Amen? So I should stay away from singing. Amen? Joining a band, amen, I'll, I'll frustrate them. But I can worship because God is looking for worship, but he's not looking for singers, amen? Some of you just have the grace. Uh, some men are just handymen. Uh, they can just take their hands and fix something very quickly. Uh, the car breaks and they just you have a grace to do that, amen? Some people have got more than one strength. So you can discover your grace. Your grace is that which comes easy. Amen. Your gift easy. Some, uh, some ladies, you think you'll be busy making a salad in your house and they'll pitch up there and then they take over and they've made the salad. They just got this gift to serve and to help. It's not that they do it in an ugly way. They just can chop up the tomatoes much quicker than you and make the salad and it's just their grace. Amen. The Bible says... Let that abide in you that God spoke to you from the beginning. Let that abide in you which you heard from God in the beginning. Most of you, when you got saved, God spoke to you and said, this is what I want you to do. A matter of fact, when he spoke to Jeremiah, he said, when you were in your mother's womb, I called you. I gave you a purpose. Things that I want you to do, that I've empowered you to do. Amen? So allow God's word to abide in you, and you abide in God's word, and you'll know what you're supposed to do. Amen? 
You in God's word and God's word in you. If you believe that God has called you to do things, you're going to have to start to say it. Many of you say, no, I cannot say it. What if it doesn't happen? Start to say it. That's what the word of God says. If you believe it, say it and declare it. Turn to the person next to you and say, I declare my hands are blessed. Turn to the person on the other side say, I want to let you know my hands are blessed. Amen. God can look right at your heart and see that confession. Has your heart's full agreement or not? Faith requires action. So it's not good enough just to say it, but you're going to have to take a step and do something. Amen? Take some action. A matter of fact, let me tell you something. You're going to have to take that step. Because if you don't take that first small step, you won't do, know what's the next thing that you have to do. Because God's Word is a lamp unto your feet. And if the Word of God tells you to take a step, it's when you take that step that the light moves. And you know what's the next thing that you have to do. And many of you have been stuck for years saying, God said He promised me to do this or this or that. And you've been waiting for God to do it. And God is waiting for you to take that step. He said to the disciples, go into the world. Take action. Move. Go lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen? He says, as you go into the world, preach and say that the kingdom of God is at hand. He says, anybody that puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Enoch. Anybody that puts their hand to the plow and looks back, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have started helping with that. It's not that you cannot do it. It says you're not fit. Now, many people that can play for Bafana Bafana or can be in the Springbok team, but sometimes because they're not fit, they're not part of the team. When we start doing something, put our hand to something, don't look back. Because faith acts now, faith believes now, and faith receives now. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, give the Lord a hand. Faith allows you to see the invisible, to believe the impossible, and to receive the incredible. Amen? Are you ready to take action? What is it that God wants you to put your hand to? Sometimes it's just to start with something small. Small things, big things. The church is here to equip you so that you can put your hand to what God wants you to put your hand to. Say, I'm too busy, I'm, I'm just running around. Just start once a month or start once a term. Just go help in the children's church. What is that gift? Help and serve, help do something. Amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm going to put my hand to something. Can I tell you why many people don't put their hand to something? Because they don't believe their hands are blessed, number one. They don't believe that they receive the power and the grace to do it. 
all Christian service must and should be done in the power of the Holy Spirit. Not in your own strength and in your own ability, but in the strength of the Holy Spirit. Paul said to the Corinthians, he said, when you got saved, did you receive the Holy Spirit with power? He says, when you believed, did you receive the Holy Spirit? Or did you just believe in God? He's saying, are you convinced? Or are you converted? What you are doing, are you doing it from here? Or are you doing it from here? When you love and help people, are you loving them from here? Or are you loving them from here? When you are forgiving, are you forgiving from here? Or are you forgiving from here? When you are saying Jesus is Lord, are you saying it from here or from here? Because demons also believe, but they're going to hell. Am I talking to the right people? Can I talk to Christians a little bit? Sometimes we get frustrated because we try to do the right thing, but we're not doing it in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the difference. Doing everything in the power of the Holy Spirit. When we started this church, the first service, I said, God, if you don't come and light this candle, we're having this one meeting and that's it. And when I saw in a vision, the Lord lit the candle. I said, Lord, I know this fire is from you. Doesn't matter what wind can blow, what storm will come, that flame will burn up straight to heaven. Because it's not by man it's not by might, it's not by power, but it was by God's Spirit that this ministry was birthed. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. You know, Jesus, when he walked on this earth, he didn't just come. Acts 10 verse 38 says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. He knew that his hands were blessed from above. And he stepped out, started doing good. Went about doing good. Because he knew God was with him. Do you know that God has blessed your hands? Do you know that God has blessed your hands? Can I ask you a simple question? Why do you want God to bless your hands? Why do you want God to bless your hands? Many people want God to bless their hands for selfish reasons, for materialistic reasons, for what they can get out of it. Many people have not received the blessing upon their hands because they've never asked God. Because they think, so many things have gone wrong. God, will you ever bless my hands? God wants to bless your hands. Amen. Paul prayed a wonderful prayer for the Ephesians. Let me read it to you. I want to actually pray it for you. Ephesians 1 verse 17. Go there quickly. Ephesians 1 verse 17. Turn to the person next to you. Say whether you like it or not. Your hands are blessed. Say whether you like it or not. My hands are blessed. Whether you take action and believe it. Yeah, I'll preach to them. Say whether you take action and believe it. 
that's up to you. Paul prayed, Ephesians 1 verse 18, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places. Family, listen to me. Your hands are not just blessed, but there's resurrection power working through your hands. Your hands are not just blessed, but there's resurrection power working through you. When you believe that Jesus Christ died for you, and you believe that Jesus was raised from the dead, you are born again. Salvation has entered into your life. Not just any kind of life, but resurrection life. When you are aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit, your behavior will change completely. But it's because you're not aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit that you behave according to the old nature. But when you're aware of the Holy Spirit, you'll behave like the new nature, that you are in Christ Jesus. Amen? Most of you, when you drive to work with everything that's happening on the roads right now, lights not working, you get frustrated very quickly. I feel like a whole sermon here on the inside of me, busy stirring up. Amen? If you can allow resurrection power to control you while driving to work, God can use you anywhere. People cutting in front of you, stopping you frustrated, angry before you get to work just because of the traffic. Am I talking to the right people here? Or is it only pastors that write these tests? Can I see your hand just wave at me? This is what Jesus came for. When it seems impossible, when everything is pushing you to behave to your old nature, your old default nature, to get angry, to get frustrated. Say, Lord, let the resurrection power work on the inside of me. This is the mystery where people will look at you and say, but why is his or her hands blessed? I've got a better qualification. I'm working harder. Why? Because God has blessed the work of your hands. And you've got resurrection power working in you and through you. Listen to me. You can use this anywhere. Where's, um, where's one of the ushers? Wayne, run here quickly. When you know that resurrection power is working through you and in you, then everything that you touch is being touched by resurrection power. You've come here, you're visiting the church for the first time. Let me tell you something. When an usher greets you, hello, they're not just greeting you. There's resurrection power flowing. When they smile at you, there's resurrection power flowing already. Amen? When they say, welcome, let me go show you where the seat where you are sitting. People have prayed over those chairs. There's resurrection power deposited into those chairs already. Amen? 
There's nothing ordinary about what we are doing here when we're doing it in the power of the Holy Spirit. When you know your hands are blessed, when you are greeting somebody, when you're going into a meeting and you know there's a lot of darkness there, you're walking in there with light. Amen? Not going in there arrogantly in humility and sincerity of heart. Greeting, letting the light of God flow, resurrection power flow. Thank you. You can take your seat. Listen to me. If you're a doctor, you can diagnose with resurrection power on the inside. Go and study. Be the best in your class. But you have an advantage because you have resurrection power on the inside. You have God's ability, God's discernment. You'll be able to discern things, know things, diagnose things that people won't know. Amen? You're not too excited about the doctors doing that. You need a doctor that's saved. You need an attorney that's saved. Amen? Teachers that are teaching our children that are saved, that can discern what's going on. If you're a mother, a housewife at home, resurrection power. When you touch those children, resurrection power. When you're making the beds, resurrection power. Everything that you are touching, you're touching with blessed hands. That change can come into people's lives. There's a world out there in darkness desperately in need of light, and they're looking towards us. God calls us to be like Him. Amen? When we say our hands are blessed, we're not doing it in our own name. We're doing it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Our hands are blessed because the hands of Jesus are blessed. The one who was highly favored, highly blessed, was Jesus. But when you find yourself in Christ Jesus, you've become highly favored. You've become blessed. Amen? Family, listen to me. The Holy Spirit is not embarrassed about your situation. Whatever difficulty you are facing, whatever you've been going through, the Holy Spirit is not embarrassed by that. Amen? You might feel, oh, why am I going through this? He's not embarrassed about it. He's not scared of that. Isaiah 43 verse 2 says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. You know what it means? I'm going to give you a hand, and I'm going to get you out of that. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, I'm going to give you a hand. When it feels like you're going to drown, I'm going to help you. Let me tell you something. God's not going to teach you how to swim to let you drown now. It's going to strengthen your hands so that you can swim and get where you have to be. Amen. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Amen. Family, when your hands are blessed, even though you're facing a difficulty, when you put your hand to that difficulty, things will start to change. But sometimes we look at a difficult situation and say, I don't, want, I don't want to touch that, leave it. No. When your hands are blessed, you are the one that can bring the solution, that can bring the answer. Trials, difficulties can never break us because God will give us the strength to see us through. Amen? Do you believe that? God blessed David's hands to kill a giant with one stone. Wow. Take that slingshot. Giant down. 
Paul said in the book of Philippians 3 verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. Let me see your hand. Who wants to experience resurrection power? Raise your hand nice and high. Okay, put your hand down. Who of you want to be conformed to Christ's death? Hmm. Now nobody wants to raise their hand. But it's because Christ died. The degree that you are dying to yourself dying to yourself and accepting his life, his ability in your life. The more you die, the more you'll experience resurrection power. But many people have never experienced resurrection power because they've never said, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. But the life that I live, I live through Christ, through the Holy Spirit. Paul was actually just saying, not my will be done, Lord, your will. When you know what you want with all your heart, and you get to a place and you say, God, not what I want, but you want. This is how you can know Christ. This is how you can know Christ. 1 John says we know him when we become obedient to his commandments. We know him when we keep his commandments. The only proof of your faith is your obedience. Are you ready to experience resurrection power in your life? There's a whole world out there in need of Christ. Let me use the example, but if we drive to work in the mornings and we are behaving like the world, our old nature but God wants to let his resurrection power work through you so that you can touch and change people's lives. But when they look at us, we look like the world. We're also shouting. We're also screaming. We're also pointing the finger. We're also getting angry. I'm not saying don't ever get angry. We get angry, but God gives us the grace and the ability before the sun goes down to forgive and to let it go. Can I have one Amen. Turn to the person next to you say, to be a Christian is not easy. You need the help of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to close with this. God has blessed the work of your hands, but you're going to have to put your hands to something. Don't just say, I'm waiting for God to do something. Go put your hand to something. That which you know that God has stirred on the inside, that which you've known from the beginning, just start taking that small step. Small things, big things. Small things, big things. Some of you should have been doing the big things already, but you've waited so long. Paul said, I should be feeding you meat, but now I have to give you milk. Because we're waiting for God to do everything. Pray as if everything depends upon God, but work as if everything depends upon you. It's required of kingdom workers to put their hand to the plow. And when you put your hand to the plow, 
don't let go. In this year, I want to encourage you and challenge you right now. It's the beginning of the year. Whatever resolutions you've made, I'm sure the month is not even gone. You've, you've, been, you've kept to them. Amen. Some of you have said, I'm going to be in church every Sunday, and you've got a perfect church attendance for the year 2023. Amen. Let me see your hand. Wonderful. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> continue with that. The things that you've purposed for the kingdom of God, continue with that. This year, 20 years of grace and miracles for household of Christ. 20 years of grace and miracles. Don't let go of your kingdom assignment. Don't let go of your kingdom assignment. Amen. Faith acts now, faith believes now, and faith receives now. So whatever God has touched your heart to do, when you put your hand to it, continue with that. Amen? You put your hands to it, you'll see that God has blessed the work of your hands. Your hands are blessed because the hands of Jesus are blessed. And when you're in Christ Jesus, it's not just blessed hands, but it's resurrection power working in you and through you. Wherever you go, whatever you put your hands to, it will be blessed. Amen? When you know your hands are blessed from above, don't be tempted to put your hands on things that are not blessed. Amen? Don't put your hands on things that are not blessed because you want that blessing to continue. Amen? God wants to take you from glory to glory and from strength to strength. Turn to the person next to you say, my hands are blessed. Turn to the person on the other side say, my hands are blessed. Please stand to your feet. Let me hear you pray. Say, oh, Holy Spirit, who reconciles all things, who reconciles all things to Christ Jesus. Reconcile me now to Christ Jesus. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. And sanctify my heart. Sanctify my words. Sanctify my hands. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Sanctify my mind, sanctify my heart, sanctify my hands, in Jesus' mighty name. Precious Father, bless the work of my hands. Bless the work of my hands. And strengthen my hands to open the closed doors of breakthrough. To open the closed doors of breakthrough. I command the closed doors of breakthrough. To open right now. I command the closed doors of breakthrough to open right now. I command the closed doors of mercy to open. Say it again. Say, I command the closed doors of mercy to open. I command the closed doors of favor to open. In Jesus' mighty name. Son of David, let your mercy speak for me. Let your favor speak for me. Let your mercy speak for me. Let your favor speak for me. Not only for me, but for my family. Let your mercy speak. Let your blood speak. Let your righteousness speak. Let your favor speak. Right now, Lord, I receive divine favor in my business. I receive divine favor in my career. I receive divine favor 
in my home. I receive divine favor in my family. I receive divine favor in my marital life. I receive divine favor in my finances. I receive divine favor in my life. Cover me with your righteousness. Cover me with your blood. Let me hear you say, say, precious Jesus. I want to be a doer of your word. In your holy name I pray. I want to be a doer of your word. Thank you, Lord, for helping me to display my faith. Give us the grace to only act faith. Give me the grace to act faith. I declare right now, the work of my hands are blessed. The work of my hands are blessed. My hands are blessed to be a blessing. My hands are blessed to be a blessing. My hands are blessed to be a blessing. My hands are blessed because the hands of Jesus are blessed. I declare everything I put my hands to will prosper. Everything I put my hands to will prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And if you believe that, shout aloud, Amen. Amen. God is here to help us. Your hands are blessed. Amen. Whether you're a housewife or you're the president, if you allow God into your life and everybody in between, whether you a doctor, a nurse, a teacher, I mean, whatever career, an engineer, whatever, your hands are blessed. Your hands are blessed to be a blessing. Amen. If you've not received Jesus Christ and His resurrection power in your life, I want you right now, everybody, put your right hand on your heart. Raise your other hand to heaven and pray this prayer aloud after me. Say, Precious Father, my situation is beyond human means. I need the Savior of the world to save me. Save me, Lord Jesus. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth and I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ died and that he's alive right now that he's making intercession for all my weaknesses oh Holy Spirit help me to live a holy life well pleasing in your sight I am now a child of the most high God in Jesus mighty name in Jesus mighty name Amen If you've prayed that prayer in humility and sincerity of heart, your sins are forgiven. Your past is over. Don't talk about your past anymore. Start talking about the good future that God has got for you. If you want to grow spiritually, there's three, three things that you have to do. Number one, connect to a team. Get involved in a living church. This is a living church. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to take the responsibility to teach you concerning the things of God so that you can grow spiritually. So number one, connect to a team. Number two, discover the dream. Discover your gifts. 
There we have to help you. Ephesians 4 says that we have to equip you concerning those things. And after you've gone through that process, you can serve in the dream team. That's the goal, that every member will find their rightful place. Amen. So connect to a team, discover the dream, and serve in a dream team. Amen. Hallelujah. Has your faith been lifted? Listen to me, family. The only proof of your faith is your obedience. You can say you have faith, but unless there's action, we don't know that. Jesus, heaven, wants to see that you will take action. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.